0: Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody and I'm Erin.
1: And if you've ever dated or been in a relationship, there's a good chance that you have either cheated or run into a cheater. We know the cheater is going to cheat, <laughs> but today we're diving into all things cheating. We're going to look at who is the most likely to cheat, what things to look for that might make someone more likely to cheat, why people cheat, and what types of relationships are the happiest. So stay tuned because we definitely have some interesting things in store today that you don't want to miss. Okay, so when it comes to, first of all, who is the most likely to cheat? Jody, do you want to kick us off with the first? I do.
0: So is it men or women? Studies indicate that men are more likely to cheat than women. Some studies show that men are as much as twice as likely as women to cheat in relationships. Are you surprised by this? I was just going to say, um, no. I'm we didn't not need a study.
1: All. We didn't need a study for this one. No. But it's it's there in yeah. case anyone wants to say it's, it's not. <laughs> okay, so I was trying to see if there were studies that indicated straight versus non-straight relationships in general. And I didn't see any studies that specifically looked at gay or straight couples when it, and infidelity or comparing the two, but gay couples are less likely to divorce than straight couples, which some believe could be an indicator that gay couples are generally happier and less likely to cheat. So it makes sense.
0: And they appreciate marriage more because it's just within like recent years that they were able to get married. Right. Like legally, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. So which jobs are people most likely to cheat in Ashley Madison, which is a dating site used specifically for people to cheat, put out some data about its users. That might be an indicator that professions people are most likely to cheat in. These were the top five.
1: All right, for position number five, we have men in finance and women in social work. That one surprised me, the social work one. I kind of get it though. Yeah. Yeah. Like accountants though. Like <laughs> that just okay. <laughs> I don't know. In
0: number four, men in retail or hospitality, which is bartenders, waiters, hotel industry, etc., and women in finance.
1: And then in number three, we have both for men and women, entrepreneurs. So, yeah. Okay.
0: And number two, men in IT and women in education. Apparently, there's some naughty teachers out there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And in number one, our number one cheaters (laughs) are going to be men in trade jobs and women in the medical field, such as nurses and doctors.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Which that one surprised me a little, but it also didn't. Cause I don't, have you ever seen on TikTok or anything? There's like stereotypes about nurses being like Mm -hmm. the girls that peaked in high school, which is so not fair. Like, honestly, every nurse that I've ever met is actually like the nicest, coolest person. So this one surprised me a little bit, but there are some stereotypes around this. And so it was surprising that that aligned in that way. But again, I'm pretty sure this was just of Ashley Madison users and those that come participated in that. That makes sense. So.
0: Because I mean, like once again, like you never really know someone and their thoughts and like what they would do, but my, I have some really good friends that are nurses and that, and I, there's, there's no way they would ever cheat. Like there's just, yeah. Anyways, what factors make someone more likely to cheat? One study published in the social psychology quarterly concluded that men who are more intelligent are less likely to cheat. One theory behind this is that long ago men sought to mate with as many women as they could to have more offspring. Today, men don't really need to do this, but less intelligent men may hold on to these primitive instincts and ultimately cheat on partners. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? What is that? It's got Dax Shepard in it and it's about like this guys in the military and he gets knocked out and it's supposed to be just for a few years, but it's for like a few hundred years. And then he comes back to earth and like, everyone is really stupid. I swear I've talked yes. about it before. Everyone's really stupid. Idiocracy. Yes. And yes. like, every <laughs> like they talk about how, like how the, the really stupid men just like go off and bang a million people. And like, they create oh, stupid children. That's <laughs>
1: perfect it, for that movie. But yeah, that's, uh- that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of cavemen. Yeah, and like that analogy where you're like, they'll literally just fuck anything. You're like, I like. like this so, <laughs> oh. so what I thought, interestingly though, they also concluded that men with higher IQs tend to be less religious and less conservative. And I thought it would be interesting to see if those things also impacted cheating probability for men, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but in short, there weren't really consistent data supporting those two things. Interestingly though, this same study did not indicate that women who are more intelligent are more likely to cheat. Intelligence did not seem to be a swaying factor one way or another when it comes to women.
0: Okay. So when it comes to religion, it appears that most surveys where people self-report indicate that people who are religious are less likely to cheat. Or at least less likely to admit to cheating.
1: There is some question here when it comes to this demographic potentially being more motivated, I think, to hide infidelity or things that they might consider to be sexual sins. The studies that we found that showed religious people were less likely to cheat were also conducted by religious organizations. So we say take this one with a grain of salt. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Men who are viewed as more attractive tend to be more likely to cheat.
1: However, women who are viewed as unattractive are more likely to cheat. I thought that one was really interesting. So like hotter guys cheat and uglier girls (laughs) cheat?
0: Because it makes sense because men... If they're more attractive, then more women are attracted to them. So they've got more chances to mess around.
1: Okay. And women
0: that are feeling unattractive like that attention. So if they're getting attention from different people, they think, oh, it makes me feel good about myself.
1: So that makes, I get that for sure. Yeah, that does kind of make sense, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Men who have had many short term sexual relationships are more likely to cheat which that didn't surprise me too much. Like men that sleep around are still going to sleep around, but this did surprise me. And that is that women who have had more sexual relationships are actually less likely to cheat. And it did surprise me until I thought about it because I actually think this would make sense because women who are more able to like embrace their sexuality and like have, more sexual experiences are able to learn what they like and what they don't like and so they're not going to ultimately end up in committed relationships with men who are like not uh, you know satisfied yeah. no, but, you know what I mean like yeah so you're going to stay where you know that it's good yeah huh. where like men are just like they just want to nut all over it's, it's all know. good
0: just nut, nut all over town okay yeah. <laughs> Ashley Madison is a dating site specifically for cheating. And this company has pulled data on several factors that surround its cheating members. Is it still, that's
1: still a website? Like I remember it's still a website. I mean, I, I think, I guess I didn't go try to sign up, but it's I think, I think you can. <laughs> oh boy. For instance, women who cheat
0: are more likely to rock banana Republic and men who cheat are more likely to prefer driving Audis.
1: Yes. Wow. And there's a similar, it's not, ashley madison but it's a uk cheating site so it's like same concept yeah. that has also done studies and they noted that males who cheat are more likely to prefer guinness beer which kind of checks out because like the guys i've dated that like have been the like most cheaty of the cheaters cheaty. they did drink they did like guinness so okay <laughs> you know it checks
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so political party do you think Democrats or Republicans are more likely to cheat? This data we are going to say is inconclusive. One conservative organization reported that Democrats are more likely to cheat. So there is some data, but it's potentially
1: biased. Yeah. And then Ashley Madison conducted a survey that revealed around 60% of its members are Republican and 40% are Democratic. So This sparked people to say that there was evidence supporting that Republicans are more likely to cheat because the majority of Ashley Madison users were Republican. Again, to me, both this one and the religious one, there was not consistent data and it seemed to be skewed based on the organization that was putting it out. And so I just, yeah. Men cheat down. We came across
0: one study which found that men tend to cheat with less attractive women than the person they are in a relationship
1: with. I know that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Um, I, I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Sorry to the women who, I don't know, are mm. exes cheated with. But you're ugly bitches. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Why do people cheat? <laughs> That was uncalled for.
0: No, it wasn't. Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, Why do people cheat? So, one study that surveyed over 2,000 European and Americans on cheating to break down differences in cheating between men and women in Europe and the US uh, found that American women were more likely than men to have cheated once on a partner, but American men were more likely than women to have cheated multiple times.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> the number one reason for cheating among American and European women was that their partners stopped paying attention to them.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. Do you want to guess what the number one reason for cheating among American and European men was? The number one reason that men cheat was determined scientifically to be, and I quote, because the other person was really hot. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, <laughs> I, 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 science. Scientific
0: science. <sighs> science. Okay. <laughs> Overall, this study concluded that women tend to cheat when emotional needs in their relationship are not being met. Men tend to be more physically driven and cheat because they're attracted to someone else physically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like men will literally stick it in anybody. like Yeah. And
1: I think women are used to not being satisfied sexually. So like, yeah. that's not going to be what No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like, uh, not wrong. <laughs> cool. 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 Uh, no. So, okay. But now that we've talked about some of the cheaters, I wanted to look at what types of relationships are the happiest. And I remember always hearing when I was growing up, that married Christian women are the happiest group in relationships and sex. I remember multiple youth group sessions where like this was preached to us. Anyways, again, so this was taught in very religious spaces where I think there was some bias behind the statements. Anyways, my personal theory here is that women brought up in highly religious spaces are often conditioned to believe that their role in the relationship is to be of service to the man and that sexual satisfaction should be determined based on how happy you're able to keep your man. So I think it's not uncommon to basically decide to be happy rather than really being happy. If that makes sense. I've known so many Christian women specifically that like they define happiness by those other things. Those like, well, he's, I'm keeping him happy and I'm doing my like wifely doodle or doodle <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean? Anyways, I wanted to see if there was any data on this specifically. And honestly, there wasn't much when it came to whether or not Christian married women are actually happier outside of self-reporting surveys that, again, were put together by conservative religious organizations. But I did find some other research that looked at who was happier in relationships. And we're going to take a look at that because I'm just going to the bias stuff. I just don't want to give a lot of attention to, honestly. Yeah. So do you want to read us the first one?
0: I do. Some previous studies have noted that married people are generally happier than unmarried people. However, it's worth noting that this answer is given when the couple is together and in the same room.
1: Yes. So Mm -hmm. Paul Dolan, who is a professor of behavioral sciences and has worked studying happiness among various demographics stated that married people are happier than other population subgroups, but only when their spouse is in the room, when they are asked how happy they are. When the spouse is not present, they're Fucking miserable is the answer that they give. Um, so I, I do think that that's really interesting because it makes sense. Like, if you're sitting there right in front of your husband or significant other, you're not going to be like, oh, fucking, this is hell. Why would you <laughs> say that? Yeah, you're
0: just going to cause issues like, and yeah, more fights. Like,
1: it's good. It's great. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> Dolan has noted that factors used to determine that married couples are the happiest, such as how long they've been married or other things, are really not indicators of happiness, which was once the assumption
1: and dolan's research concludes that men are happier in relationships and that they reap physical and mental health benefits from the relationship which i thought that was interesting where women are actually at higher risk of mental and physical health issues especially i want to say that it said especially around middle age when they are married but that also kind of makes sense because women tend to be the caretakers so like in in a traditional situation between a heterosexual couple the woman tends to be more the nurturer and the caretaker and so like yeah the man has someone now to like make doctor's appointments for him and cook for him and all this (laughs) stuff and the woman has the added stress of you know maintaining herself and everyone around her
0: Mm -hmm. so the latest research shows that single unmarried women without children are the Uh, happiest yes (laughs) yes
1: Yes, I, I didn't finish typing that but yeah yes. that's, that's okay <laughs> what what do you think about that and do you believe that yeah
0: absolutely um nothing's perfect i mean there are some great marriages where people are happy but from my experience people that i know it seems like the happiest people are the ones that are the freest and are able to go out and do what they want and they don't have someone else that they have to take care of, whether that be children or a husband. Um, yeah, not, I mean, it's different for everybody, but Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with that. What do you think?
1: I, I agree. Yeah. I think that it makes sense. So like, I mean, I know, (laughs) I know for myself, I've been happier being single and you know, that's part of why I stay single, (laughs) but like that. Yeah. Like a, a relationship shouldn't limit who you are or keep you isolated or confine you. And unfortunately, a lot of relationships do, which I think is where some of that is rooted. And then children, I think, you know, as a mom, I'm obviously like very glad that I have a child and I wouldn't change that for the world, but I can see where this demographic still would be the happiest in the sense that like, again, when you don't have someone to take care of and like, there, there are certain things that are limiting about it again, not that I'm saying it's a bad by any means. (laughs) And, but yeah, I think it's interesting. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially because that demographic seems to get the most crap from everyone. Like Mm -hmm. having kids and when are you getting married? That's why I've always thought and not that I'm saying I recommend like everybody just go like have kids as a single young person, but like I had my child young and unmarried. And I've always thought like, that's kind of like the secret sauce, like because now. I've got the kid. I don't feel this, like, oh my gosh, the clock is ticking. I have to have children. I have Mm -hmm. to get married and I'm not going to jump into a marriage. Like now I kind of don't care if I get married or if I don't, because I don't want more children. So, and I already have a child. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's not, again, not that I'm saying like I recommend it. And obviously there's hardships that come with like single parenting, but I'm not mad about it.
0: (laughs) More (laughs) and more young girls, like in their twenties that are wanting to stay single and like, don't want kids at all. And obviously like, I didn't want kids at 21, 20. I didn't want any kids at all my whole life until I was 25. Like I was had no intention of it at all. And I'm, I, you know, I changed my mind. It happens, but I have a lot of clients that are young, just like just out of high school or just out of college that are like, I think social media has opened up a lot of people's eyes and they see like all these places that they can go and different things they can do. And you don't have to just like, do what your parents have done. You don't have to stay in your hometown. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Like I push these girls, like, yeah, get out of here. Live,
1: you know? Oh, absolutely. I get it. And I mean, dating men as a straight woman is kind of hard sometimes, you know, there's just so Mm -hmm. much that goes into it from like, not only like that it can be scary and unsafe, but in addition to that, you have, again, not all men. I feel like I don't have to keep prefacing that because the ones who know, like, you know, if it's not you, but (laughs) you know, I think a lot of times men don't really bring something to the table. I I've heard so many things on TikTok and these other things about these, like, Oh, I'm a high value man. And like, you know, it's like, but what value are you bringing to the relationship? Because if you're not bringing, if you're not emotionally intelligent, you're not able to be emotionally supportive. You're not able to, you know, a woman can work now. So like, she might not need you to provide financially. Mm-hmm. You're not making her orgasm. I'm like, what? what, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> because you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where women are like brought up to be like, I don't know, like, were you all of those things?
0: For and men. you see these, the older generations that are like, you know, back in my day, people didn't get divorced. They worked on it. They stayed together. Well, back in your day, women couldn't even vote. Like women couldn't, we couldn't even get jobs to take care of ourselves yeah. or anything. Like they couldn't have credit cards. I mean, yeah, the fair, exactly. oh, it was like, like the fair
1: credit act or something. Wasn't even yeah. passed until the 1970s. Mm-hmm. That's not that long ago. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's just like, just wait until they close the gender wage gap. Like it's on <laughs> y'all yeah. better step up. Step your I'm up, sorry, too. but like, yeah, things were different
0: back in your day, but if you were this age now, you would do things a lot different than you would have then. I can guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we got off subject. I know. I'm like, that could have been a whole (laughs)
1: other episode. Like and it might be at some point, like the dynamic and like imbalance and relationships. Mm -hmm. But all right. So we know that the happiest of all the groups is single women (laughs) with no kids. (laughs) Are monogamous couples happier than non monogamous couples. So while monogamy is certainly still more the norm in at least most of the US, not Utah, we know, um, (laughs) psychology today, research shows that there is actually no evidence at all that people who are monogamous are happier than those who are polyamorous swingers or in open relationships. And there was like a whole study done on this. Uh, we'll link all of these studies for like the nerds of like me that want to like actually see the references or like look at the actual like case studies. But if you don't care, then we're just going to keep going.
0: (laughs) In fact, monogamous couples were more likely to have issues with trust and jealousy. What do you think about that?
1: I, uh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, it it does. It's that was one that I remember in the article they were saying was a surprising, like it was not an anticipated, because I think with monogamy being more the cultural norm in at least you know most of the U.S., the expectation was that if you were in an open relationship, polyamorous, swinger, like whatever, that that would be too hard because you'd be jealous and, uh, but. The data did not support that. The data supported. And what they felt like was because monogamous couples tend to become isolated and have certain like cultural rules that they follow that include things like not being able to have emotional relationships and connections with people outside of the relationship. And that can be really isolating and cause a lot of, a lot of problems where those other open relationships um, allow for that.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of the jealousy and trust issues stem from the monogamous relationships because it's, you're, you know, you are only supposed to be with this one person, but that's not for everybody like a lot. And it's the norm today, but who knows, you know what I mean? 20 years from now, I think a lot of the polyamorous and people in open relationships, they don't have that jealousy because of the communication they're open with what's going on and there's nothing behind their back because they're being honest about it and mm-hmm. so yeah
1: yeah no i agree and i also think that at least um when it comes to i haven't known a lot of swingers i have known people who are polyamorous though and i find that a lot of people who are polyamorous tend to have higher like emotional emotional IQs maybe but also just like more emotional capacity and like to be really more honest and open um and i don't know i think that's yeah cool so now (laughs) it's time we're we're done with our that kind of section and we're going to move into our music section joe (laughs) jam yeah what are you listening to this like okay.
0: So, recently, Chris Young has released kind of re released Famous Friends, the deluxe album, which uh, he released Famous Friends last year, I think, late last year. Uh, the deluxe album has some new songs on it, some old songs that are acoustic now. Um, anyways, the one of the new songs on the album is called If I Knew It Was Good for Me, and I love it, it's so good. Um, so yeah check it out awesome
1: yeah. and I have a I'm switch up genres um <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Mind Yo Business by Lakia featuring Lotto and Lakia I've mentioned her a, it's like been a while but I feel like she's on the rise um she's a female rapper she's young she's new um and then Lotto I think a lot of more people know at least but yeah check it out And now it's time to dish, bitch. You better (laughs) dish, bitch. Oh, yeah. All right. So we just have a few questions for today. I don't know why I said it like that, but uh, of (laughs) the options below, which would you choose and why? Oh, oh my goodness. Polygamous, which is one man with multiple wives. Polyandrous, which is one woman with multiple husbands polyamorous, which is where you're allowed to date more openly. And this can vary from relationship to relationship on how it plays out or swingers where you're still generally monogamous, but you're allowed to like swap sexual partners. So at first I think, oh, multiple
0: husbands. But then when you sit and think about it, that's just more children to take care of. Like doctors, like you got to take care of all those. You have to do everything for them. Like more dishes to do, higher gas, electric, water bills, more groceries. Like, um, so I pick single. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not an option. I left out single
1: and um, monogamous. Okay. So if
0: I have to pick, I feel like swingers. Because if it's, you're switching with another like partners. So I feel like they're, I don't know. I don't, maybe this is wrong, but I feel like you're less likely to get like STDs or something. I don't know. Oh,
1: okay. I get that. (laughs) I, I, okay. Yeah. I, I, I see it. Yeah, no, that's fine. You can be a swinger.
0: Um, maybe.
1: There's no wrong answer here.
0: You know what though? The one with one man and multiple wives could be it could be okay. Like, as long as like, if you're good friends with them, like, then you're like friends. Like if you, (laughs) if if me and you
1: were married to the same person, like we could hang out all the time. Like that would be really fun. But (laughs) here's, so I thought that with like the polygamous one, because I'm like, I, I get along really well with women. And, um, yeah, it, like, it would just be fun. Like, we could live across the street from each other like they do in, like, that Sister Wives show where yeah. they all have their own houses, but it's, like, in the same little, like, court, perfect cul-de-sac. Yes. Uh, the problem is, if I actually, if I actually liked the man that we were all married <laughs> to, I probably wouldn't really want, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if, you'd, you'd I like I him at like first, but
0: be... then, like, after a while, I feel like you wouldn't like him. No, I'm kidding. So, maybe <laughs> like that's how it
1: tends to go with a lot. Of- that's yeah. yeah, I just feel like you'd like them less and less if they're like, yeah, And there also there's something to me about the power dynamic that I don't like when it yeah. comes to uh polygamy specifically, where like the man is like the ruler over all his wives, like, and there's like, yeah. h- and he's like, I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. You all do what I say. And like, mm. you're my, I don't know. That would end up ultimately giving me the ick, I think. like Oh,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Especially definitely. if he was like as dumb as that fucking Cody dude that has all the wives on the Sister Wives <laughs> show. Like the wives are what make that show. Cause he's <laughs> stupid. Oh,
0: I can't with him. Wh- which one would you pick?
1: I honestly, I think I would pick Polyamorous because, yeah. um, it's kind of like being single without, but like with a title, you know what I mean? Like where you're allowed to like date and just not okay. put labels on anything or make anything official. Like to me, um, yeah, polyamorous would be weird. I don't want like multiple husbands that, <laughs> that weirds me out a little bit. No. Handle it.
0: Um, swingers, I don't
1: want one, like I don't, multiple, <laughs> I don't know, but no, I think polyamorous because I also I like find that. people that are like that again, just to be really open and like, like happy, whatever. Era. Yeah. So nice. What so I would do. Um, okay, so now it's going to be another quick one. If you could only choose one, which would be? Oh, why did I put this on here? This is horrible. You could either have kids or get married, but you can't do both. Which one are you going to do? Have kids. Same. Yeah. What I did. So (laughs) pick my life, Um, (laughs) pick one as an adult, would you rather, and you're going to know why I put this one on here in just a second, play mermaids, play house or play Simon says play mermaids. Yes. (laughs) Can you tell everyone why I had to put this on here? So
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you. Okay. So my parents are a different generation and I, they tend to think things mean things when they don't. And I, it's just, I thought it was a cute, like Instagram caption. I posted a photo that Aaron took of me on the beach. I thought it was a cute picture. And I posted the caption, want to play mermaids. I've seen other people do it before. Like it does, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything sexual unless I'm crazy and don't understand, but I thought it was just a cute caption. And my dad was like, I know what that means. And (laughs) I didn't, I didn't know what it mean. Then I was like, well, what's it mean? He's like, you know, don't play stupid, you know? And it, it was just this thing. It was a big issue and it didn't need to be like, it didn't mean like he thought I was flirting with everyone on Facebook and Instagram. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but
1: yeah. Um, yeah. But just so you know, I, after she posted that, I was like, well, I want to know like what the hell it means. Like my first thought was, This means something. Like, what does playing mermaids mean that we're naive to? Because usually I have a tendency to like not realize that something means something that it does. (laughs) So that was my first thought. Anyway, so I was like Googling like playing mermaids. Like, what does it mean to play mermaids? And of course, everything that comes up was like, playing mermaids is a child's game where I mean exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, How about Urban Dictionary? Like, let's just see what this says. So I found. Some interesting ones. I'll share those with you. Actually, these are new ones. These aren't even the ones I sent you before. So, Oh, God. Mermaid is could also be a girl who only gives head and not sex. Used in a sentence, that girl's a mermaid. She wouldn't fuck me. What the fuck? <laughs> this one says a fish with the upper body of a female porn star. Oh, okay. So just like a, a mermaid, but they're making it porny. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, this one says a slut who's very good at swimming or very hot and busty on the swim team. Okay. And then there's some good ones. Wait, this is a new one. Mermaiding is a common practice on Tinder, plenty of fish, et cetera. It involves women posting suggestive pics of themselves and claiming that they are single and interested in dating you, offering you Instagram address to follow the ones you add their private account um, they like lure you, what you find out via all the pictures of her and her steroid user boyfriends that in fact, she just lured you onto the Rocky shores to see if your little life raft and hope of hope and interest wrecked like so many sailors before you. What the fuck does this mean? She got a new follower to keep funding her shenanigans and you got another pie in the face. Okay. This is weird. I'm not reading any more of that one. That one's like, it goes on for like a lot. Um, this one, mermaiding is a thing that is to fuck someone with both feet or to fist someone with both feet. How do you fist with your feet? And used in a sentence, that says my feet are cramped from mermaiding your mom all afternoon.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Just so everyone knows that I didn't, I meant the children's game. Nothing sexual. <laughs> wait,
1: there's more mermaiding could also oh. be when you pay someone to have sex or physical emotions with you like prostitution there's one the one that i sent you isn't even showing up that one was weird as shit too i don't remember it it might be this one this is the last one i'll read i won't read anymore mermaiding a sexual act this is the one you meant a sexual act where a partner inserts a large fish (laughs) into either the anus or vagina of their sexual partner the fish must be inserted head first, with the tail protruding out between the legs. Used in a sentence. Oh man! Turns out Stacy is totally into mermaiding. We had a wild one after that all-you-can-eat seafood restaurant. We ended up taking a whole tuna home, and she let me shove it up her ass. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> no, Jody, what
1: are you? That's
0: not- <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No, thank you. That is not. That's not. No, that's not it. That's you're. It's Jody's into some
1: weird stuff, guys. Don't judge. Don't king shame her. It's fine. We support I you. I don't
0: play mermaids with anybody now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: See if you ever play mermaids again. Um, okay. Well, I hope everyone goes and tries one of the new mermaiding techniques that we have just taught you about. Send us pictures. We want to S- Definitely send us pictures. We yes. a thousand percent want to see the yes. pictures or videos <laughs> with sound. Videos with sound. <laughs> sound. <laughs> Always welcome. So cool. Anyways, I hope everyone has a great day. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Boom to kill podcast, the things subscribe. Like, you know, you know what to do. Like, follow, leave reviews and whatnot. That is helpful to us. It's a way to show support that doesn't cost any money. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.